a 6.9 nice. as a solid nice. nice. <laughs> fucked up. That's why I'm like, that's all, that's all good. It's all good. Can we put in just a little snippet at the end quick? Yeah, go for it. See if we have a little round in the room <coughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Listen, I guys got I got you guys here in here. We have Dungeons and Dragons 2000. We have Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves 2023. It's been 23 years since we had them back in theaters. What does everybody's Dungeons and Dragons movies look like? Adam, what's your Dungeons and Dragons movie? Honestly, in my opinion, the who they should get to direct the next Dungeons and Dragons movie is um oh my lord, I'm forgetting his name. This Michael is why Bay. I kind of want to just do one more Michael round. Bay. Like, I want to do one more round one. It doesn't have anything to do with the movie. Yeah, it's yeah. just a fun little topic. If we snip it to the end, I'm happy. No, no. I, I think uh I think um what's his face uh who does Guardians of the Galaxy? James Gunn. James Gunn. Think I think James he would Gunn make do a, a fantastic D&D movie. Okay. That because it is just a group of misfit people. Okay. That Guardians, come together. Guardians of the Galaxy is more or less Starfinder. It is. It is space D and D. Well, super. That's yeah. That's and that's lighthearted and fun. It's a romp. It's an adventure. There's comedy. There's a little bit of good tunes, and you're in and out. Yeah, that's I really cool. think that's why he would do. Because really, all you have to do is take Guardians of the Galaxy instead of tech, make it magic. Yeah. And there you go. You guys got. You guys got one. I would say uh, a fun one would be Edgar Wright. Yeah. Doing like a Scott Pilgrim-esque <laughs> adventure. That would be fun. That would be. That's a little funny. over the top. Um, I don't know if it would be the best choice, but I think it would be a fun choice. Uh, a community era Dan Harmon. You'd have Dan Harmon direct a D&D movie? Yeah. Wild. He does, uh, he, for a while. Harmon he, Quest. Yeah, Harmon Quest. Yeah. I think, and this is the one I've been kind of sitting on and that's why I wanted to bring it up. You make Jumanji. Oh no! But you make no. Jumanji D and D. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, no, wow. I could not accept the teenagers lost in another world. I would lose my fucking mind. Oh, it's God, not Billy. We gotta you. get home in we're time for mom. To, we're not trying. It's not for you. No, that's bullshit. Because right now D and D five E is the largest and, game on the planet. Okay. They should make it, it for those hold people. Up, hold no, up, hold it up. is not. Is it's sold not, in the toy aisle, my guy. Is get that over yourself. Next generation. But is, is that not the plot of the to D- play this fucking game? It is, is. It's Jumanji. But is that not the plot of the D and D cartoon? It is not the D and D cartoon. They get trapped on a roller coaster ride. Okay, and that is only in the that is 80s. aesthetically diff- slightly different than, than a board game. No, the the roller coaster ride happens to be called Dungeons and Dragons. It has nothing to do with the tabletop. So game. swap, I, I think swap we, Dungeons and. Swap the roller coaster for a board game, and then you have the same concept. I mean, we just do Dungeons and Dragons, and then you zoom out, and these characters, which are just kids sitting around a table, because it's a children's game. What was that? And we have real life actors in no. armor talking as if they're dialogue nope. instead of the Shakespeare stuff. No. Nope. So we, and we're getting hey, like. A I meta. did not interrupt you at all. Let me fucking have my piece. Thank you very much. <laughs> Well, you have your Shakespeare actors going through and acting their ass off in this overly dramatic world. And it's not the kids' voices, but it's whatever their dialogue would have been, right? Yeah, you yeah. have your Chris Pine, you have your... your uh, shit, what was the name? Some action star. You have Dave Anybody Batista. From, you have uh, Dave Batista going, oh shit. You, you have Dave, Rock, like whatever. You've got your Angelina Jolie's. You've got your... She's way too old for a D&D movie, man. Okay, and a Tomb Raider era Jolie. No, I'm talking like right now. I'm saying like a Dave Batista as a Goliath barbarian or something. He's not tall enough. CGI, my guy. 
He's CGI. All I'm saying is... They could do it in Lord of the Rings. They could do it well, here. Right, exactly. Oh, well, he's not tall enough. Well, he's not short enough. Well, of course he's not short enough to be a fucking dwarf. He's Dave Batista. I'm was just saying, with your, a, with, I think it could, like, you get the guys who did Clone High, and it could be really funny. The, sure, but then, then you're... I'm you talking Lego comedy. movie. I'm talking, yeah, it's a D&D fucking game. I want a little it's, bit of seriousness. I want to, like, and that's what I think, turn the, that's where the comedy comes from, I think. If, if, if it's everyone taking it incredibly seriously, but the dialogue is just kind of, it's rough. Because it's people playing an RPG. I can't do it. I it's not do it. Lord of the Rings. Like, you can't make this franchise into a Lord of the Rings. I think that's where it fails. But, okay, okay. As soon as you try to make epic fantasy with oh. a property about people's imaginations, it falls apart. Because I think everyone having, has a different aspect of I think we're having a disagreement about the tone of what this should be. Like, uh, I feel like, at least me, in, uh, think it should be like, have a Lord of the Rings type. Well, actually, no. Because if I really have Dan Harmon do it, it would going to be... Very postmodern, right? But I feel you could do a like a very serious, low levity Lord of the Rings style where you have some humor, something about potatoes, and then you have your, um, I guess, Guardians of the Galaxy style where like everybody's sarcastic. People are only taking it seriously because if they don't, they're all going to die. Yeah, I, either that or a Taika Waititi, mm. and that that gives you the levity you need, the the not taking it too seriously. But it also doesn't give you the, this is the 80s and we're teleporting you either to the New York or from New York. Like, you're not doing that fucking move, which is just, no, I, I can't see people accepting that anymore. So, you either got to go the route of Taika Waititi where everything is uh, irreverent or you go the Guardians of the Galaxy where everything is sarcastic. Uh, I don't think you can go any other. I do like um, Amanda's idea. With the Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I think go very artsy. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that even. I just think when people, the, when the initial idea of like the D and D 2023 movie coming out, people were like, Oh man, they're going to like make dragon Lance a film or they're yeah. going to make the Dritz books a film. And it's like, that's not going to happen. That's too much baggage. Yeah. I, 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 too I many fucking baggage. They're trying the to Dritz sell. Film, you're going to have a lot. Of they're issues. trying to sell the player's handbook. Yeah. They're not trying to sell all right, Bob Salvador's books. They don't give a shit about Bob Salvador. They're trying to sell players. They're trying to sell sixth edition. Yeah. And plus Dritzt is so early two thousands where everything's emo. Right. And we're not, the people aren't in that mood. anymore. No, no. But I'm just saying like, you think D and D you got to kind of step back from epic fantasy. Well, I, if exactly you're gonna... what you said though, is it's half drunk people or it's teenagers coming up with these big stories or, Oh golly gee! Like it's it's fucking Rick and Morty. Yeah, it doesn't work. No, I think it does though. I think that's if you're going what to the do, second movie's like. Yeah, I think if you're going to do a movie, uh, like you said, you can't go too deep into the lore. It can't be um, no, 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 nobody wants baggage anymore. But you, it should be the same as what was that D and D campaign? Like if you go to the store and like they're having like a D and D night, you can join and pick up. It was like um, Adventures League. Adventures League, sure. Like Adventures League rules, but for the movie where it's player's handbook plus one other handbook. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. You're going to have to explain about, like, this a little more. How like you stick to the the main how many races are like 5, 6, 7? I have no idea. Uh, in the player's truth. handbook. I think if you're going to make a movie, you need to stick with the player's handbook. Don't don't go too far out into the deep lore cuz there's there's yeah. like D&D, there's books on books on books. I like stick with the player's handbook. Don't give them um 
Don't give them like Aarakocra or those uh, Triton fish people. At or... best, they're a character in the background. Yes. Yeah, but also then you run into your World of Warhammer or War- Warcraft movie. But if you're doing, if you're doing a little an too introduction, more, more heavy, yeah, and they I'm, don't appeal to both people. Yeah, that was if, you, if you're sticking in, if you want to do a um, an introductory movie, like to just to introduce everybody to D and D, stick with the player's handbook because you don't want to weird people out yep. too fast, right? Yep. Or or flood them with. Why is there a man with gills standing there? Why is there a person with? Uh, uh, this isn't even a person. This is uh, this is a goblin, but it looks like a dragon. I could see goblins. I could see bugbears. I could see hobgoblins. Sure. I could even but see dragonkin. But don't overload them. Yeah, maybe in you, the you, background. The thing I mean, is, we don't need you to pick one or two, right? But you stick mostly like humans, elves, dwarves, and maybe a couple odds and ends. Yeah, you don't really. You can go like the big brute could be a dragonkin because, quite frankly, we live in a society now where. You watch like society. Uh, yeah, everything, Hard everywhere, stuff. all at once doesn't have to sit there and explain multiverse. Like mm. it all, no. all it's, uh, spends a lot of time on multiverse, mm. but it never has to explain it because we, as a culture, as a you know entertainment culture, are very well in tune with that theory, with that idea. Yeah. So you don't need to sit there and go put a dragon kid on there. And people will go, well, we need to explain the background of a dragon. No, it's a fucking character in the world. Like we don't, you don't need to explain that. But Doctor run- Strange had a fucking Minotaur. Yeah. Right. You run the risk of overwhelming your audience, though, especially now, if, if they're going in, uh, like, I was going to say going in dry, but... I, I think you have to accept that you're the audience now that's going to go see a dra- Dungeons & Dragons movie are people that are either, A, have played Dungeons & Dragons, and that's a metric ton of people. Or have watched a Game of Thrones, even. Or have watched yep. a Game of Thrones and can accept that kind of world more Or there's easily. dragons and people in suits of armor? Yeah. Looks cool. Now, what is I, it called? I think, I think you're right to an extent, but I also think that, uh, like... Shows like Game of Thrones have done the heavy lifting for us. Yes. We don't, we don't have to. Where Game of Thrones drew people in that didn't necessarily like dragons and magic and wizards with season one. And then they slowly introduced a little bit over the course of yes. a couple seasons. Sure, sure. I think, and then by the end, it just let everybody down. Yeah, and that's where we're at. We're in a world where you don't have to explain dragon king. You don't have to explain orcs anymore. Mm. People just know what the hell that is. We've watched Lord of the Rings. Well, we don't there, need to play there that There are game kids... Anymore. In university now, who grew up after Lord of the Rings was released? Sure, but they've probably seen it. Sure, but I'm saying, what I'm yes, saying, what I'm no. saying is we're old. No, but they've seen other things that it's based yeah, on. Yeah, like they, yeah. you don't need to go tread that water anymore. It's, it's now just accepted. Like pe- people grew up in their formative years with Lord of the Rings. Like for us, it came out when we were, you know, late teens or whatever. Yeah. Where for uh, for the younger generation, like that was that was already the norm for them. Yeah, nobody in a space movie ever has I to would sit have there. Been Ten. I was eleven when Lord of the Rings came out. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, guys. I couldn't tell you. Wow, that's. I'm not going to do some math. I what was, are you talking about? It's 2001. I was grade nine, grade grade eight, grade yeah. Nine. I, guess I was ten, fourteen. Wow, that's like grade four. Yeah. I remember going to see Lord of the Rings and then Harry Potter, like, back-to-back with my mom and my aunt. So I had to do a book report. My first introduction to Lord of the Rings, I had to do a book report in grade 8. And I did Fellowship of the Ring. Right. And it, this is when, this is how close it was to the movie. The cover of the book, um, they re-released the book yes. to match the movie. So the cover of the book was not and the old got, cover. And then right. you got all three the, of them Like the Netflix up. problem. Because Witcher just redid their covers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They did, like, a third cover now because they've updated the book covers yes. to get away from the video game. To get more into, oh, we're doing Netflix and now we have some new like heavy metal art covers for Witcher. It's fucking weird. Yeah, exactly. So I I remember because it was a I was in grade eight when I was reading that book and that book had the same cover and it was coming out at the same time as uh, Fellowship. So I know I was in grade eight. All of them walking up 
the hill? Yes. Yeah, I know one. Yeah, the green one or the blue one? No, right? orange one. The first the one's orange. orange. Okay. No, yeah, first yeah, one's yeah. green. Is the first one green? First one's green, green and, and then blue and then orange. Oh, okay, right, okay. right, right, right. Sorry, my bad. Very cool. Very, cool. very important. Yeah. Yeah, we're old, and some of us are older than others. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. I think uh, hopefully the new reboot is fun. I think that they're going to make a fuckload of them, or they're going to try to make a fuckload of them. I think they're going to try to jump on the back of fantasy because superheroes are starting to get a little tired again. Yeah, yeah I hope so. So they're they're going to hopefully swing. Which kind of sucks because they worked so hard to get uh, to get superheroes to kind of be mainstream, and now that they are, like they've been working since. What, the first Spider-Man, the first Hulk movie? No king rules forever, my son. Yeah, this is The same. king is said dead the, long Said the, the Western, the musical, the sci-fi film, yep. and everything that came before it. Yep. Right? Like, the play, the people on the play. They'll come back around. Oh, absolutely. Give absolutely. If fantasy has its moment again, though, that'll be fantastic. Yep. Right? There's a little bit of power vacuum since Game of Thrones and Witcher kind of went away and all of these other big film or movies and shows. Yep. Kind of thing. Yeah, there yeah. really hasn't been a big cultural... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a cultural in uh, hmm. a pop cultural moment. Yeah, a pop so cultural like moment of, the same way Game of Thrones. Was. Right. Like we had toss a coin in your Witcher, but that was for a very select few people. Yeah. Right. Like, I was always kind of an upset by how not as much fantasy Game of Thrones was. I was always waiting for someone to cast a spell or something. Right. Right. It was low magic. It's super no, low it's magic. No magic. No, there were. Eh, yeah, it's long. It's super low magic. I don't think I ever saw any. There was magic, magic ghost babies. I, I don't know if I consider that magic. There was mythical, like there was faith. There was, I guess that that could be classified as magic. But I'm like there was there was faith casters. There was like you know mm-hmm. clerics, but there weren't wizards. I mean, the mm-hmm. red woman. She is a cleric. Yeah, right. Because she worshipped the flame though. god or the whatever. warlocks of Karth. Uh, were supposed to be magic e magic s, but like they they couldn't do it. And the like, ice men were ice men, like they were. Yeah, they're just they're they were created they were there through, through magic. Race. They're beasts, right? I mean, you yeah. had Daenerys uh, survive through fire to hatch dragon eggs, but that's dragonkin. That's being a tiefling. That's not being magical. Mm. That's not casting a spell. That's just being a certain race and having a certain thing. Now that right. being said, I do appreciate a low magic system where like magic is rare, but when it shows up like it's important it's a like, big deal i like kinda, like yeah. when, no, i'm fine like in lord of the rings you don't see gandalf cast a lot of spells but when he does well look at uh green knight nobody does magic and then no. all of a sudden when shit happens you're like is that magic or are they all high yeah yeah you know yeah. what i mean like there's yeah. a weird shit well, i'm not against it i just no. for whatever reason when i was watching game of thrones i was expecting more magic from the early seasons yeah by the time i got to like the second or third season i was like mm. oh this is not magic like there isn't gonna be it might be different in the books if George R. R. Martin ever gets around to uh, doing them. Well, that's the thing, even with like Lord of the Rings, when you look at it, like it's high fantasy, but it Gandalf does magic, like Saruman, Sauron. Does There's magic. five like people that do magic. That's it, right? There's yeah. a few magic items at play that are floating around. We've got a powerful sword. We've got a dagger that disappears into sand. We've got the elf people doing their thing maybe we, we hear about when the they can be bothered spells, but, but like uh, it kind of yeah it all kind of still is high fantasy and there's epic shit well, going on. the world and magic is leaving the, the world right that's their excuse for why there is no magic because there used to be more magical and it's leaving the world and this now. is where we are now because yeah. everyone just went off and just did magic in every corner of the room and now look where we're at there's <laughs> not there's a giant floating eye yeah. <laughs> fucking pervert but yeah I don't know. Thank you very much for that last little bit. If anybody else has anything more to add before we wrap this little afterthought up. No. 
I, don't know, I, I would like to give you a better answer than Dan Harmon, but I think it would do a good job. I uh, maybe I'll think about it. That's fine. We can come back to this one again. It feels like day. homework, but we'll see. I think it's just a, something to chew on. Yeah, you know what I mean. What is your epic Dungeons and Dragons movie, and whether it's epic or whether it's a comedy or whether it's something like the Lego Movie or you know what? Maybe Guillermo del Toro. I don't know if del Toro plays Dungeons and Certain Dragons. But I, it's not worried like about whether they play it, it's about whether or not they can understand it. Because if you do, sorry, I, I know we're, we're trying. Yeah. I know we're trying to wrap it up. But if you, you take get... if you take like the the effort that you put, or the effort and the style of Hellboy, and you put it into Dungeons and Dragons, that's true. That's fair, and that's what they're looking for, and that's what they need, I think. But yeah, well, thank you very much, Adam. Thank you very much, Amanda, Nathan. Yeah, pleasure as always, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Afterthoughts of Raised by Spoilers, and uh, we hope to see you again next episode. Cheers. Thank you.